Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for listening today. I am joined by the wonderful Francesca Bletchner today. She is the author of the new book, Self-Care for Life in the City. She is a holistic health coach and a transformational breath practitioner. And she has a wealth of knowledge on all things self-care, how to stay calm in our busy, fast-paced lives. And we talk about why getting clear on what's important to us is absolutely key when it comes to self-care. We get into Fran's favorite self-care practices and she shares, you know, even things that we can be doing when we're super busy. And we also dig into this topic of success and how we can define success for ourselves and escape from other people's version of success and actually tune into what it means for us. So I hope you're going to love this episode. I love talking to Fran. I felt super chill after speaking to her. Do make sure you come on over to Instagram. Come and let me and Fran know what you thought of this episode. And I would also love to invite you over to my website. I've got loads of freebies on there. Tools for you to use in your life to become your calmest, happiest and most confident self. I've got a confidence affirmations mp3. I've got an anxiety toolkit. I've got lots of other bits and pieces. So head on over to www.karmayou.com and you'll find where you can enter your email address to get those freebies there. So let's get into the interview with Francesca Bletchner. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. How are you Thank doing you so today? much for having me? Um, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just taking time to kind of just get grounded with all the, the craziness going on. And um, but I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. How, how has 2020 been for you? <laughs> I mean, if you can even put that into a few sentences. <laughs> That's funny, I was reflecting on it this morning, actually, because, uh, you know, New Year's Eve 2019, it was very much like, yes, 2020, new decade, new year, this is this is the time for um, transformation, and well, it kind of has been in a way, um, and there was this real, I suppose, emphasis on 2020 being, you know, new decade, like, this is a time of to do whatever you want to manifest an abundance. Um, but it's definitely been very different. Um, I'd say quite an emotional roller coaster. A lot of 
uncertainty, anxiety, fear, loss of control, uh, so many things, but also some really deep work, some really deep inner work, deep healing. Um, and with that comes growth and transformation and really, I think, streamlining um, what's important, what's not. How do you want to live? How do I want to live my life and go forward? So, yeah, it's been a lot of decluttering, clarity, deep healing, emotions. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely not what we thought it was, but there's still lots to be had in this year. There's still lots of interesting things happening, mm. I guess, but it's not what we had planned, potentially. Yeah. It's also gone, even though it's been a really, it's gone really fast. I can't believe now it's last three months, actually. Yes. In a strange way, it feels like so much has happened this year, but it's also gone really, it's really fast and... Yeah, it's going to be I'll interesting be to see the back of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how we look back at this year and make sense of it all and find find what it really meant. Um, but yeah, I'd mm. love to know. Um, can you share a little bit about what you do and how you how you got to where you are today? And just to share for the listeners a bit about how we met. I think we met at a breathwork class. Yes, with Rebecca. Yeah, with Rebecca Dennis. Rebecca Dennis. Been on the uh, podcast as well. And I think we then bumped into each other a few more times at different That's events right. and things. And yeah, and now we're speaking now, which is wonderful. Yes. So yeah, please do tell us more about, about you know, where you're, a bit about your journey and, and what you do. Yeah, sure. So I say what I do now is um, I work with entrepreneurs, creatives, business leaders, and using a very multidisciplinary approach to help um, there's three things I like to say that I do is recalibrate their energy, upgrade their health and lead with vibrancy. So my philosophy is very much that we need to have a strong foundation of physical, mental, emotional and spiritual health in order to open up all areas of our life and at lives and thrive. Um, so that means looking at nutrition, lifestyle, um, emotions, our thoughts, how the organs are functioning, um, a real approach a real holistic health approach um how i got there well i've always worked in fitness and well-being and health starting 20 years ago i started off in fitness and doing working gyms and personal training which i loved um but it's very much is very much the physical approach within the fit at the time within the fitness industry is very much about lose weight get you know strip your abs for your, 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 I don't know, wedding or whatever. Um, and eat, you know, what, what to eat in order to burn fat. Um, and I loved what I did. And I, I always had a bit of a holistic approach and worked with the body and doing massage. Um, but after about 10, 15 years, um, I mean, I was running around like a headless chicken. I, I was thriving on the adrenaline. I was always on the go. I was constantly on the go doing everything, teaching classes, um, working all hours of the day. I mean, the busiest time for personal training is before 9 a.m., 6.30 till 6.30 a.m. till 9, and then in the evening. So 10, 15 years of that, I started to get burnt out. And I also grew real, real interest into the, the link between stress, hormonal health, and um 
and adrenal fatigue because I was seeing it in a lot of my clients and then I was experiencing it myself just from being on the go um and so I really sort of delved quite deep into that and started to bring that into my work and with my clients anyway and then I think just on my own journey hitting a crossroads hitting into my 30s and going I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to run around like this anymore I'm burnt out um, the pressures of where I'm meant to be and in your 30s and you know I should be doing settling down and doing this um, so I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and creating a lot of anxiety um, and then just through diff- various different training modalities I went off to India for two months and did my yoga teacher training and it was a very healing time for me and then what one very had a very few very profound awakenings where um I trained in a bodywork technique with a, a, a South African man called Douglas Hill, which is very much about what's in our mind is in our physiology and how physiology impacts our mind and our behavior and how we think, feel and behave. And a lot of it was working with the diaphragm and breathing and um, and how everything sort of tells a story. And I was like, my my body the feedback my body was giving from the muscle testing was that I was complete exhaustion um and it was almost like that weekend my whole nervous system was being rewired um to the point I can only describe for about a week afterwards I I felt like I was drunk and everything was in slow motion as, as my whole nervous system was reconfiguring itself and I'd realized how scattered my thinking had been I mean I was thinking about it this morning that after that the training in that and I remember I was I I had driven there and I was in a car park I couldn't find my way out of the car park I was driving around in circles uh, and I couldn't find my the exit and I thought my gosh I shouldn't be drunk um, driving I feel I feel like I'm drunk what's going on and it was like literally my system had switched from this go 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 adrenaline to this real force to just slow down and reevaluate the pace that I was living and and then I kind of became very evangelical about it wanted to tell everyone and work with it with everyone and so that led me on to also the breath work transformational breath and there was a real overlap there and 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 then the continuation studying with um the Czech Institute and his holistic health coaching principles and holistic lifestyle and then just starting to bring all of that in with um, my clients and then seeing an epidemic of burnout in the last five ten years generally most people burn out chronic fatigue or autoimmune disease and so then my work just really tailored much more towards holistic health holistic healing and well-being amazing amazing and it's so interesting how many people are talking about burnout now i'm Mm. sure a few years ago it was this sort of fringe idea that probably a lot of people were struggling with but no one really talked about and now so many people are coming forward and saying actually i've experienced this yeah it's crazy and and i think chloe the reason i didn't i didn't acknowledge that i was going i was experiencing that as well is because i was generally i was generally happy i was loving what i was doing so i wasn't I wasn't down about what I was doing, felt like my purpose. Um, but I also had, I had the belief that um, because I was into to fitness and health, that I couldn't get tired. 
Like, I think people see you as this, like, constant sort of, oh, you've got great energy and, like, you're on the, like, like, you're fit, you're healthy. So I didn't give myself permission to rest. And I think that's also another deep belief of of having to be busy to fill the space. Um, So I didn't give myself permission to rest, but over time your body talks and it will it will give you a warning sign big time if if you're not listening and so really that's what happened you know feeling anxiety having meltdowns and then just going this just doesn't feel right I'm uh, it's not in alignment with me anymore Mm, yeah totally and yeah I wonder if there are lots of people listening who maybe identify with um, maybe being the positive energetic person or the the one the strong one that that yeah. keeps going and yes. or the successful one that has to always be the next thing and how these kind of identities that we have can sort of keep us stuck in a way or, or disconnect us from our bodies because we're kind of just stuck with this identity yeah it's so true so true I think so many people feel that especially women as well um with have so many roles to play in life at the moment and and but it's it, we're just not designed that way like there has to be the yin and the yang there has to be the 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 balance there has to be the doing and the being and that's something that I really really learned I was always doing 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 it's still a reminder to me every day take time to be to be still because that's where the restoration is that's where you open to creativity in that being mode in that stillness mode you replenish mm, that's such a big lesson for so many of us myself included <laughs> um, myself included it's always a reminder yeah 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 absolutely always I was really curious you, you talk in your book self-care for life in the city about abdominal massage and I was so curious mm. about this can you can you share what that is yeah I came across this as as yeah quite a, a long time ago now actually and I was reflecting on it this morning with your questions and um how did I get into that actually my my mum's always been into holistic health and well-being and it's something that she experienced she goes oh this is really good so I went along and I did the training and um and I was trained in massage before I was trained in sports massage and what's really interesting is that in massage um you're taught kind of to work with the limbs and the neck and the shoulders and this whole area is missed out the whole trunk and this is where the goodness is I mean organ health we have our organs here breathing and for me I was um and going with the breath work that I've trained and I realized because I worked in fitness as well but I was always a bracer I was always holding my abs in tight I was always engaging like clenching almost but like I didn't need to carry on doing that throughout my <laughs> resting day but it was just habitual and really it's a defense mechanism and I wasn't aware of it so um having work on the ab on the the abdomen was um really healing because when we have our serotonin is made in the colon our immune system is in the gut and all of our organs here as well so increasing the vitality the life force to the organs and um, and again, it was another thing, it was another aha moment for me where it was like, wow, something is just slamming me into this slowdown mode, what's going on? And I remember, uh, again, after having some work 
on the abdominal massage, I was meant to go and meet my girlfriends um, and go out. And I was just, my, my, my mind my, and body was just saying, no, don't do that. Just cancel, be still. I just want to do nothing. And, um, and, I just, and then just allow this creativity and ideas to flow through. And I was like, what's going on? Um, so uh, yeah, it's really key. And especially for so many people with gut issues, constipation and constipation is especially if, um, they're feeling a little bit stuck, stuck in life, then things are not going to be flowing as much. Digestion may not be flowing as much. So it's not only profound physically, but mentally, emotionally as well. Yeah, so and I know that's so really fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it's, I suppose so many people I speak to with anxiety, they might have IBS alongside that, yeah. where a lot yes. they're holding on to a lot of tension there, um, or just even like the clothes that we sew up and wear. I was just thinking about like my leggings now. Like, I'm pretty sure my leggings are like constricting my stomach like a lot of the time. Maybe that's not very yes. healthy. Um, Do you know what? As well, because I used to wear like the tight um, sports bras as well, and that was constricting my diaphragm to breathe. So mm. yeah, I have to stop. I have to stop all of that now. Or I feel really if I am wearing something that's slightly tight around um, the diaphragm, I I I feel really uncomfortable. I, I will feel really uncomfortable. Um, I, in fact, I mean, I don't usually wear it now, but um, yeah, I had to sort of change, change, change my, change my wardrobe slightly, especially within fitness wear. It's very, a lot of it is very like constricting you in. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I just feel really constricted. It's like, oh, I can't actually breathe properly in this. Yeah. It is just out of interest. Is abdominal massage, is that something people can do themselves? Or is that something that you would go and have a treatment of from someone? would you say both both they could they could have a treatment from someone and then they can learn to do it themselves right to left is is a direction of digestion so you always want to start on the lower right corner <laughs> are you doing it now and then work yes. <laughs> up across the top of the 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 um ribs or diaphragm and then back down yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. so it's like a clockwise Kids. is it clockwise Hang on, is it clockwise? Depends which way you're facing, isn't it? Have a wait. It is clockwise, yes. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah. Okay, good, yeah. good. I'm going to try clockwise, this. Clockwise, that's right. Thousands of people are now giving themselves a <laughs> abdominal massage. Abdominal massage, yes. And yeah, it's so interesting because in learning sports massage, it was like, you don't touch this area. But in other traditions like Ayurvedic um, and other sort of Chinese medicine, they work a lot with the with the stomach, with the guts, because all the organs are here and the organs connect to emotional health as well and have an effect. So, yeah. Mm, so interesting. <laughs> Can you share a little bit about um, what are the self-care practices that you use in your daily life and what, what are the things that help you the most? Um, I do rotate them quite quite a bit actually depending on sort of how I'm feeling that day but I'd say what's been a blessing about this time is having more time um, to spend that time in the morning to do my own practices uh, more time at home so that I can um, engage in the self-care that's needed 
But one of them is that I found really key during this time is walking in nature. That's always been one for me, but I've had more time to do it and go to the park and I've just realised how uh, inherent that is. I mean, living, I just live on the, the I suppose, out, out suburbs of London, but I don't have a garden. So actually getting outside and going to the park and it does something where it just expands your mind. Just seeing the vision of it, ex, ex, expansion of nature is very healing in itself and just taking that quiet time. Uh, meditation as well is a is a non-negotiable for me every day or every morning I'll meditate that really helps to set my energy for the day bring bring me more present and grounded um what sort of meditation do you do can you share a bit about yeah I used to do yeah I used to do a Vedic meditation which is a mantra meditation um but now I just take 20 minutes of of um seated quiet stillness just allow my thoughts to slow down and breathe mm. so just a 20 minute silent meditation um mm. breath work breathing as well in the morning but there's 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 almost like sometimes you can't do everything in one day <laughs> so i'll rotate but they're some of the key ones that i go to breathing meditation walking in nature moving my body so exercise doing some ex home exercise to be honest um and walk in nature i think is the one mm, yeah i think um i think something's happening in london at the moment where everyone is leaving everyone is moving I to the know, countryside right? everyone is like right i need a garden if we're going to go into lockdown again i have yeah. so many people saying that they're they just i think we've rediscovered our need yeah. for nature in this yeah. time. Do you know a lot of people who've moved moved out as well? Yes. Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. I'm leaving as well. We're, we're leaving are you? on the 30th of October. So. Where are you heading to? Well, that remains to be seen. Oh. That remains to be seen. It's going to be a bit of a, we're going to be nomadic for a while. Um, nice. So I don't actually know. Probably going to end up in the north of England, be near our families eventually. Oh, but maybe somewhere right. else before that. But we'll see. We'll see. Lovely. Yes, I'm. I'm also feeling that that urge. Hopefully, my partner lives just at, um in Kent, so I'm. I'm. Yeah, foreseeing somewhere next year. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um. What else are I going to ask about this? I was talking to a client the other day, and she was saying. I could almost spend about five hours a day just doing my self care practices, and then I'd have no <laughs> no time for anything else. Um, but for people that are thinking, you know what, I'd love to do meditation and walk in nature and breath work and things, but I just don't feel like I've got the time, or I don't know, maybe yeah. they don't have the time. Maybe they maybe they've got kids. Maybe they yes yeah. Maybe they are telling themselves they don't have the time, but it's actually something else. It's like a motivation thing. What, what yeah. do you advise for people in that? in those positions yes definitely do you know what i i mean i have some clients as well i've got really busy lifestyles and i have one client who does he has got three kids um he's a dentist who sees a lot of patients in a day and so he was always like no i just get up and have coffee and i don't have i don't really have time for that and i said but actually for you with the amount that you're holding all the clients that you're seeing especially clients who are, who are coming who are, who are quite anxious and maybe having dental surgery your busyness your three kids make it a priority even just five minutes 
because then the place that you serve from in your relationship with the place that you serve from with your kids and the place that you serve from in your work and with your clients you'll be much more grounded more present and not necessarily taking on getting swept into the chaos of go 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 where you're not present so when we reframed it that way it's like okay I can do five minutes and so now he takes five minutes before the kids wake up and before everything starts going and school runs and stuff or home educating even um he just spends five minutes to maybe stretch or or just breathe deep breathing um and that feels manageable and it shifts even the five minutes his day is different he's set he's already set himself to be grounded and present and manage his own energy first before getting pulled into everything else. So I say five minutes. And another one, number one thing as well that I'd say is if you're super, super, super busy, um, one thing is, is avoid looking at your phone first thing. That's such a distraction. <laughs> Checking the emails, your do- to-do list, your go-to. You wake up in that state and you've already got a busy day ahead. You go straight to your phone. It's like alert, notifications. Um, you're giving your energy away to that before you've even served yourself. So even if it was wake up, okay, I'm going to have some water now, brush my teeth, wash my face. And even if you didn't have that time to meditate, which I believe everyone has five minutes, but at least put the phone, take the phone off. Don't make the phone the first thing you go to. That's such a, a powerful one. And I have to admit, it's something that I've only recently done. Yeah, I'm a bit ashamed to admit it, but I only, up until recently, I was checking my phone first thing. And then I had an experience where I read, someone has DM'd me on Instagram and it was not a very nice message. And it basically ruined my morning. I was like, I'm, oh. not, I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing that yeah. again. Why would I yeah. do that to myself? And so now I don't check it until after I've done my meditation and gotten up and I'm fully awake. And I mm. have even deleted the Gmail uh, app from my phone in the last couple of weeks. And that's also been a game changer as well because I don't need to check my email, you know, 100 times a day on the go. I'm at home most of the time anyway, so I can go on my laptop if I need to. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm still guilty of doing it sometimes as well. Um, but just the amount of notifications that come through our phone, I'm, I'm slowly just turning them off now and deleting apps and things. So it's just a, can be a bombardment. Yeah, absolutely. Can, can you say a bit more? Because I know you mentioned this in the book about, um, you know tuning into our values and our priorities and how mm. this can really just get lost. And yes. some, it's actually something that often we don't think about, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's so key. And um, so one of the things I work with with, with my clients is um, getting clear on, on the top three priorities. And I remember when I was doing it for myself through my own uh, teaching was, I was like, oh, I don't actually know. I don't actually know what, what they are. And, and the top priorities are those external principles. So it might be um, your family, your health, your, uh, your work, your um, you know, purpose, or 
whatever really connects for you. And I think when we get clear on what our priorities are, then we can start to monitor or become consciously aware of whether our behavior is in alignment with our priorities. But if we're not clear on what our priorities are, then it's almost like your energy is just getting pulled in so many different directions. There's no compass to navigate the direction that you're going. Um, also goes the same for what, what are you spending your money on? Is it in alignment with your priorities and your values? Or is it just being leaked to so many things that you don't aren't really in alignment with you? And so that's a real game changer. It's a real game changer for, for me, and I'm happy to share what my priorities are. Like the number one is... Uh, is my health. Um, two is is living with passion and purpose. So, doing work that inspires me, um, growth, development, because uh, that keeps that fuels a passion within me. Learning, I love learning. And the third one is relationships. So connections to people, uh, intimate relationship and uh, friendships, family relationships. Um, and so I I'm clear now that if like just being seeing is my is what I'm doing or what I'm saying yes to is it is it in alignment with these things or is it like nothing to do with that or far away from it um so it's it gets clearer because sometimes we say yes to things when really it's a no so now I'm much clearer on oh actually I don't want to do this because that's going to impact my health and that's my number one priority so that kind of goes against it why do i why am i saying yes to that um and then values are how am i going to these internalized principles that you live by that guide you to work with those priorities so for my health it's making sure um having boundaries of the times that i work so that i'm not working early. I, I mean i stopped doing the whole early mornings evenings uh, years ago because um, that burnt me out doing all that in every day each day maybe I'll do it once or once a week or so but I won't do both um and yeah what do I need to do to prioritize my health so meditate every day is a non-negotiable because that sets up my energy it calms my mind it brings still brings some stillness so that I can have the capacity to do what I want to do um living with passion and purpose, what inspires me? Okay, I'm, I'll spend my money on things that are bringing me investment in my health or that a course that I want to do that is investing in my growth or passion, something that inspires me to keep me learning or travel <laughs> One, once upon a time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think when you get really clear, you can start to actually walk the path um, that is in alignment with you. Mm, yeah I love that it's so key and yeah I just really want to encourage people listening to to ask themselves those questions and get clear on that because it can make such a difference and just wanted to quote something from your book um, begin thinking of time and energy as your most valuable commodities you can never get back your time once it's gone it's gone choose how you spend your time wisely and yeah I hope people can yeah really remember that as well what is, um, how do you define success? Because success is, it's kind of a funny one, isn't it? Because 
it's, it is something that probably is different for everyone. And yet we kind of have this like absorbed um, from society, this kind of absorbed notion of what success should be, or we, we take it on from our parents, you know, what do, what do they want from us, what our peers are doing? What, what does it mean to you? And, and how can we how can we sort of tune into what it is for ourselves more? Yeah, I love I love talking about this. It's something really um, close to my heart, actually, because we're so often chasing success, but that perhaps doesn't belong to our own definition of success. We're chasing it externally, um, looking for the validation, approval, trying to control our circumstances externally because we haven't yet got clear on what success means for ourselves. For me, um, in the past, being really busy was I I was I thought was successful but at the expense of burning myself out and not having time depleting my own energy and life force and not having time for relationships and to do the things I love so I was like hold on a minute so when people said oh you're really busy with like my clients and with work I'd be like yeah yeah I'm really busy and I was like well hold on a minute where's that where's that definition come from that's that's not my definition because I'm burnt out I'm depleted and I don't have time for relationships. That's not cool. So my now personal definition of success is that I have the time, energy and resources to do the things I love, spend the time with the people I love, to nourish myself, to take care of my, I have enough time to rest, um, to take care of my uh, mind, body, soul, um, and to do, to do the things that I love so that I can hold the container to facilitate others in the work that I do. So that's my definition mm, yeah. and I think how people can find it is is um when I again it's getting clear on your priorities and your values and so once you get clear on your priorities they will be in there somewhere so for me in my mine was health relationships and living with passion and purpose so all of those things are in my definition I have enough time to take care of my 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 health and for self-care to nourish myself have time to spend with the with the people I love, doing the things that I love, so that I'm inspired to and passionate to do the work that I'm here to do in the world. Mm, love it, love it, so so good. <laughs> yeah, I think um, yeah. Again, it's about spending that time just thinking about what's important to us, what really matters, what re- what really is the thing that at the end of the day makes us happy. And often it's yeah. not the things that, you know, our parents want for us or society makes it out or influencers make it out like those are the things that are going to make you happy. It's actually yes. something different. And often as well, they'll, they might get it, but they still won't quite feel fulfilled because it's not, it's, everyone has their own blueprint for themselves so they might get it but they don't feel yet don't feel fulfilled because it's in a way it doesn't belong to them it's not it's not their own then their own definition it's not fully in alignment with them Mm, absolutely absolutely oh this has been so good thank you so much for everything you shared it's really um i think people are gonna take a lot from this can you just share a little bit about where people can find out about you, 
um, if they want to engage with your work or buy your book or work with you, yeah, where can people find out more? Sure. Um, so best is email or Instagram. My website is Holistic Body Life. That's with a W-W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, bodylife.com. Um, my Instagram is the same, Holistic Body Life. And you can, yeah, best to reach me on email through my website or on Instagram. Um, and my book is Self-Care for Life in the City, which is available on online on Amazon, uh, Book Depository, Barnes & Noble, so depending wherever you are in the world. Amazing. Thank you so much for everything you've shared. You have been listening to the Karma You podcast with me, Chloe Brotheridge. Don't forget you can download loads of freebies for anxiety and confidence at my website, karmayou.com. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one sessions. Please do subscribe to this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have enjoyed it or found it helpful, please leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to helping the podcast get discovered by other people. And come on over and find me on Instagram. I'm hanging out there every day. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And please do share it with anyone who might need to hear this today. So I'm sending you loads of love and I hope you have a brilliant week ahead. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.